This is an ABC podcast. Could I get a prophylactic? A prophylactic. Ah. Be honest with me. There's no one around. It's just us. Are you using condoms like when you need them? With new partners? Casual partners? Every time? Apparently, one in four people aren't. And that's a problem. I'm Nat Tenchich, and I know, I know, lots of people struggle with condoms. I'm sure you've heard every excuse, and not just from wearers either. They don't feel as good. They kill the mood. We don't really need them. I'm too big. Yeah, sure, mate. But love them or hate them, condoms are not only one of the most effective contraception methods we have, being 98% effective if you use them right, but they're the only way of stopping the spread of STIs during penetrative sex. Oral, anal, vaginal, all the good stuff. So on this episode, how to stop bitching and learn to love the condom, how to negotiate your own boundaries on condom use, and a clapback every excuse. So like I said, condoms aren't the most popular guy at the party right now. And while they're sort of the best we have, there are plenty of people foregoing safe sex. Recent research from UNSW found that most young people, 69%, didn't use a condom when having sex with regular partners. And 24% didn't use condoms with casual partners. And that's with STIs like gonorrhea and syphilis on the rise among people under 24. In fact, I think those two things might be related. So I wanted to know what's going on here. Hookup listeners said they'd had various experiences with condoms and have heard every excuse in the book. I think the use of condoms when having casual sex is a bit of a no-brainer. Obviously, I think we can all admit that it feels better without one for both men and women. But the fact that it does prevent most STIs and unwanted pregnancy, uh, I think makes it definitely worth using one. I always had the intention of using a condom, but sometimes when you're in the moment or maybe you've had a few drinks and it's happening and the person you're with doesn't get one, it can be kind of awkward to bring it up. So sometimes I just won't bring it up at all, even though maybe that's not really what I wanted in the first place. My ex didn't like condoms because she said she didn't like the feel and thought because I was a guy, I would be keen to not wear them, which isn't the case. She also insisted that because she had the implant, that we should both get STI checks so we didn't have to use a condom. In the past, uh, with partners that I've seen more regularly, we've kind of made a deal that once we've both had an STI test and I'm on another form of contraception, that we're happy to mutually decide to not use one. And then I guess the basis of that is that if either of us were to have sex with Uh, someone else to use a condom with that person or if you didn't for whatever reason to at least be honest and you know tell each other so that that person can go get an STI screening or whatever it may be just to make sure that you're both being safe. Finding out that you're allergic to latex it's not so much fun. 
However, having guys find out that you've got that allergy and then thinking that just means they don't even need to ask the condom question, not cool. Little do most people realize that a brand that many of us actually have sitting in our drawers is in fact not latex. And the possibility that someone is allergic to those ones and the latex ones is pretty unlikely. It doesn't stop all the same excuses though. That's not to say that from my own perspective, I haven't just given in because sometimes when a guy really, really persists that much, you just give in. When I was dating, I did come across a lot of dudes who didn't want to wear condoms because they uh, ruined the spontaneity. And I would argue, you know, getting pregnant to someone you just met also ruins a lot of things for someone. At first, I think I did find it pretty upsetting because, you know, everyone likes getting laid. But then someone explained to me that if you're with someone and they don't want to wear a condom, it's a pretty good filter because even though you don't have to love the person you're having sex with, I do think that you need trust. And um, if I can't trust them to care about my needs and my boundaries, then they don't deserve to put their penis inside me. Thanks to everyone who shared on Instagram, by the way. If you want to get in touch and contribute to all of the stories we do, at Triple J, the hookup is the place to go. Go follow us. Look, some of these are fair criticisms. Even though barrier protection is the only way of preventing STIs, there are a few reasons why condoms kind of suck. Dr. Vincent Cornelise is a sexual health physician at Kirkton Road Centre. He says while condoms are necessary to prevent the spread of STIs, they're certainly not perfect. But that's mostly because people misuse them. The condoms that we have are very effective when used appropriately. So they theoretically, they provide up to 100% protection against HIV and STIs in, in a theoretical setting. Unfortunately, in the real world, that doesn't quite uh, translate. So real world effectiveness of condoms is not nowhere near as high. It's really difficult to estimate the, the effectiveness of condoms in the real world. There have been a lot of studies looking at this, but it's estimated that condoms reduce the risk of HIV by about 70 to 90%. And that depends on which study you look at. Um, and that's not because HIV can get through the condom, because that's not the case at all. It's just that problems can happen, right? Like the, the condoms can fall off. Uh, sometimes people put them on after they've started having sex, so not right at the start of sex. Sometimes people take them off before the end of sex. Mm. Um, sometimes people don't roll them completely down the shafts of the penis. So those are sort of the most common problems that were found when looking at how people are using condoms. So there is, I guess, space for us to really continue to educate people on how to use a condom properly so that people can use them more effectively and so that people can use them more comfortably as well. Because, of course, if condoms aren't comfortable to use and they're not easy to use, then, less, then people are less likely to use them and they're less likely to get the benefits from using them. Dr Chris Fox, lecturer in sexual health at the Uni of Sydney, says a lot of the discomfort, misuses and mess around condoms comes from a lack of education, social myths, and psychological barriers. A lot of the messaging, I think, is is often social myths about, you know, the condom is thick. And I, I say to, to penis owners all the time, put a condom on, get a pin, and prick your prick with the pin. And if that condom was thick and so thick that it was going to take away a significant amount of feeling, you wouldn't feel the pin on your prick. But guess what? You'll feel the pin on your prick. I don't know. I haven't tried it. I'm not that silly. But I, I suggest a penis owner, if you want to argue, you can't feel it through a condom, get a pin. It will hurt. So, 
you know, again, it, it's about the social myths and people not liking the idea of having to put a condom on. And in some cases, you know, there's a dirtiness or a, a naughtiness to not using a condom. There's a risk factor to it as well. So, you know, I, I think it's not a straightforward why do people object to condoms. I think there's a lot of social myth and cultural ideas wrapped up in, in using a condom. It is a barrier. And, and people want to feel, you know, if you really love me, I, I want to feel your skin to skin. Like, And, and we promote that in, in, in our movies, in, in our culture, that, you know, skin to skin touch is, is really valuable. Okay, so the struggles with condoms are real, but is it the condom's fault or is it us? It turns out there are a lot of ways you can get over your condom issues and make using them way more pleasurable. So let's go through those excuses and find out if they're really valid. Number one, I'm too big. Dr. Chris Fox says, yeah, you actually can be too big for the regular size condom but they don't just come in one size. Very few penis owners would be too big for a condom, but it is possible. But, you know, in Australia, we we have basically three sizes of condoms available in the supermarket. Snug fit or form fit, um, regular fit and larger fit. And we're talking about, you know, a diameter of about 49 millimetres for the smaller size, 52 for the medium size, for the regular size, and around 54 for the larger size. Condom sizing really is about circumference. But the other side is there are guys that buy the larger condom thinking they have a larger penis. And of course, they don't and the condom slips off. So I think, you know, being aware of condom sizes and, you know, if the condom is uncomfortable, go up a size, try the larger condoms. There are specialty brands out there that have even larger condoms than, than the 52, 53 millimeter diameter condoms that are available as well. Excuse number two, there's less sensation. As Chris said before, condoms are very thin. Maybe there's slightly less sensation, but it's so slight. Modern condoms are thin, stretchy and comfortable. To help with sensation and comfort, you can use more lube. Just put some water-based lube inside the condom as well as out to help improve movement and sensation or look into condoms with fun textures like ribbing or studding. And also, condoms don't chafe. Condoms have lubricant inside them. They're, they're not likely to chafe the, the penis and if the penis is being inserted anally, vaginally or orally, again, there's lubricant on the external, so chafing is not likely to happen. Excuse number three, but I'm allergic. Some people have latex allergies, so they can't use condoms, or at least they can't use latex condoms. Luckily, condoms come in a few different kinds of material. Chris says you've got options. Condoms now aren't just made from latex. They're also made from a, um, products like polyisoprene, which is actually used and, and is available in Australia. So not all condoms are, are latex made anyway. And somewhere between 1% and 5% of the population have an allergy to, to latex. Excuse number four. But I'll lose my boner. So, okay, this actually can happen. But Dr. Chris says it's a mental thing. There's two things. One's a psychological thing. You know, putting a condom on and fumbling around, trying to get a condom packet open, trying to get it on an erect penis, 
is not the most sexy of processes. And for some guys, that's enough for them to start losing their erection. The other thing that happens is if, if, a, if a penis owner is using a condom that's too small for them, too tight, it's likely to be uncomfortable on their penis. And their penis is likely to go, oh, I don't want to stay hard tonight. So I think there's two things there. One is, are penis owners using the right size condoms? And then the other thing is, is that psychological barrier that happens. You know, I've got to get the condom on, I've got to pack it over, I've got it the right way, I've got to slip it on my, on, on my penis. You know, there's not a sexy thought in there. So for some guys, that's enough to lose the erection. Certified sex coach Georgia Grace really helps people get over the mental barriers when it comes to sex. And she says you can actually work on this, this erection issue with condoms, by practicing using them when you masturbate. When I'm working with people who have perhaps identified that they lose arousal or erection or engorgement when it comes to putting a condom on, they may even start to practice um, masturbating with a condom so that they become more used to the sensation, more used to, yeah, just even like putting a condom on when there isn't someone else around so that they can build up the confidence, feel more safe. Excuse number five. I'll just pull out. Okay, but that won't save you from STIs, babe. Here's Georgia. We know that that is not the the safest way to have sex. And of course, like that is still focusing on um, not getting pregnant as opposed to protecting against STIs. So I think, you know, if you need a one line, it could be, I would feel safer if we use protection because physical barrier methods are there to support you in feeling safe. Number six, you're on the pill or PrEP. While taking medications that prevent pregnancy, the pill, or the contraction of HIV, PrEP, is really great for your sexual health, brownie points for you, it doesn't mean you can get off condom-free. Chris says it's important to remember there are serious sexually transmitted nasties you are preventing spread by wearing them, not just to you or the people you love, but just into the community. But of course, with PrEP, you know, it's about, well, PrEP protects us from HIV, but it's also, well, what about the other STIs? And and it's it's having that conversation with people about the risks of STIs. I mean, I uh, part of me wants to say, you know, we have a right to choose or n- choose to use or not use a condom, but with that right also comes responsibilities. So you can say it's my right to choose to not use a condom, but with that right comes responsibilities about the the greater health of society. And you know, increase STI risk means increase antibiotic, which results in increased antibiotic resistant STIs. So, you know, it's really not just about HIV or pregnancy. It's about the STI risk for penis owners and vulva owners. You know, this is is a very real thing that we're we're now having to combat and something that in the gay community, in the same sex um, penis owner community that we're, I won't say battling, but we're confronting continually with spikes in STI transmissions because, of course, we've got PrEP. We don't need to use condoms for HIV, but we still have to use condoms for STIs. And I think it's really important to have that message out there that condoms are about preventing STIs as much as they're about preventing HIV, as much as they're about preventing pregnancy. Yeah. Have you heard of Supergono? Very not fun. Wear a condom. Stop Supergono. Number seven. They kill the mood. Yeah, I know maybe it feels awkward. 
getting all hot and heavy and then having to jump out and grab a bit of plastic and put it all over your bits. But condoms don't have to kill the mood. You can make getting condoms part of the fun. If you're the wearer, have your partner put it on for you. The old putting it on with your mouth trick, lots of fun. Chris says it helps to have it out, open and ready to go as you start. If you know you're going to have sex, open the condom packet and have it ready. If you're starting sex, it's okay that the condom's been open for three or four or five or ten minutes before you use it. That's okay. Then you don't have to fumble around with it. So getting people to play with condoms, I think, is, is a great idea to, bad choice of words, to desensitise the anxiety <laughs> around using condoms. And Georgia also wants to make it clear that feeling anxious about getting an STI or preggers can kill the mood much more than a thin bit of polyurethane. I think that when we are talking about using condoms, I know that often we hear that people don't typically opt for them, but many people feel that it supports them in feeling safe and sexy. And a lot of the time when it comes to really releasing into pleasure, that is one of the most powerful things you can do for your body or for someone else to feel really safe. So yeah, I think condoms for all occasions. So I'm sure you get it by now. Condoms are important. Excuses, not good enough. But it can still be awkward having the conversation in the moment when someone's trying to get out of it. So Georgia says it's best to start that chat long before you get to the bedroom. I think the first thing that perhaps is even more important is when you are having these safer sex practice discussions is to maybe even do it outside of a sexual context. So that might be before you even get naked. And that is saying something like, I only have sex with condoms. Do you have any or should we get some on the way home? I would feel safer if we were to use protection or I find it really sexy when we use protection or for people who perhaps have been having sex without barrier methods and now one, two, you might say something like, I know we've been having sex in this way, but I'd like to start using condoms. How do you feel about that? So I think having the conversation first always makes it a lot easier for everyone involved um, when you are going into that sexual context. But I think even, you know, identifying that often when it comes to sex, Everyone just thinks that it's smooth and, you know, we should be seamless and there should be no sounds or clunkiness, but that's really what sex is. And I think stumbling with with a condom is just a part of sex. I mean, your bodies will make sounds. You may fall off the bed. The things will happen. um, And that's, you know, very, very human of you. So without even sort of trying to make it this really sort of sexy dance with a condom, although, you know, you could certainly do that, um, maybe just acknowledging that it's a, a very human part of it. And if they want to argue after that, that's coercion. It's non-consensual and you should kick him to the curb. It can feel really tricky to consistently communicate your boundaries, particularly when they're being met with a response that isn't respecting what you're wanting or needing for a great sexual experience. And I think when it comes to this kind of coercive behaviour, it's really important to remind everyone that you can't convince, coerce or persuade anyone into having sex in a way that they don't want to. And this, you know, very much applies to safer sex practices. I think that when we're looking at language around it too, that often people think that 
they don't have the language or they don't really know how to approach it. And it's important that we identify it is your responsibility to share with people what your needs and wants are. And it's great that you're doing that. So good on you for voicing those needs. Be specific so that may be useful to even write it down or practice saying it before so that you feel prepared, especially if it's using language that you haven't used before and back yourself. Like it isn't too much. You're not killing the mood if you are asking to use condoms. And maybe it's even an opportunity for you to redefine what sexy is and even ask yourself, like, what does a fulfilling sex life mean to me? Does that include safer sex practices and how I feel when I engage with sex? And ultimately, you know, do you want to have sex with someone who isn't respecting your safer sex practice choices? Because it's just as much an opportunity for you to think, hey, is this someone who I really think I'll have a great time with? Um, And you also may need to take a, a little bit of time to pause. I think pauses when it comes to sex are so underrated and they can give you that moment just to take a breath, think about it, feel into what you're wanting, also offering someone else to take a pause so that they can sort of reassess because just because you went into kissing thinking, oh, this was so wonderful and sexy, it doesn't mean that you have to do anything else. Remember that if you've agreed to use a condom, any act that changes that agreement without the consent of all parties is sexual assault. That includes removing a condom partway through sex without your partner's knowledge, better known as stealthing. So this is an act of non-consensual sex. So stealthing is, you know, wrong. It is dangerous. Um, many people are familiar with it. I think we, we have been speaking about it a lot at the moment and educating about it a lot. And um, it's an act of violating someone's consent. So when someone goes into a sexual experience with someone else and they say yes these are all of the things I'm really excited to do and that includes having sex with a condom and then someone then changes that halfway through Um, yeah it is a violation of what they have agreed to so just like everything else when it comes to consent it is ongoing um, it is enthusiastic it is informed and specific there's many many times for you to check in verbally and also non-verbally as to how someone is responding so that everyone is having a really great time. Wearing a condom might seem like a pain or be annoying, but it's so much bigger than you, even if you do wear a large. Condom use is about safety, freedom, respect and pleasure. It's about our sense of self and our sense of well-being and, you know, good sex is pleasurable sex and and pleasurable sex is safe sex and safe is is free from coercion, free from violence and free from risk of of infection. So I think, you know, that old line from from the late 80s, early 90s, HIV campaigns, if it's not on, it's not on. And if we got back into into the habit of using those lines, you know, maybe we would change the messaging around using condoms again. So let's wrap this up. If you're sexually active and in a position where you're at risk of STIs, get tested regularly and always use a condom. And if your partner is making excuses, tell them to hit the bricks. 
It's that simple. And if you want me to help you with any other sexual health issue or romantic dilemma, hit up the hookup Instagram at triple J the hookup or email the hookup at abc.net.au. Stay safe, stay sexy. Catch you next time.